What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. I've done a few episodes of this podcast talking about recording guitar and making music and focusing on that side of things. And I did one episode in particular talking through really inexpensive recording setups because I talked about how it was important for me to know that we can all make music with whatever gear, whatever setup we have. And that whilst I enjoy talking about guitar builders on here and the instruments they make because it fascinates me there's a personal story there that really interests me and their passion is something I find myself coming back to again and again and again I absolutely never ever want to be putting out this idea that you need expensive gear that you need more gear that you need lots of gear we all enjoy talking about this stuff it's fun talking about this stuff Um, I talk about this stuff way more than I buy it Um, I'm sure like you out listening out there we all have our budgets and you know there's stuff all the time that looks cool but you know i'm sure there's very lucky people and if you're one of them hey freaking good for you who could buy a ton of gear and and a ton of stuff but most of us can't and that's absolutely fine and i think we all feel okay with that the 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 point where i don't think it's okay is when you start to feel discouraged and i hate that i hate when you feel like you can't make music because you haven't got something and i think we're not necessarily so bad at that just with like plugging a guitar into an amp and feeling like you can't achieve what you want to just sit and play on your own i think we get that that it's us and the instrument and we can do it we don't necessarily need a more expensive one if you do you do if something's broken or it's really difficult to play because you're you're on a really cheap beginner guitar or whatever you know there can be circumstances but i think we get that i think when it comes about more is when we're going out starting to play live in a band for example and we feel like we don't have the gear and that can be discouraging and that's such a bad feeling and um the other time is when we're recording and we want to record music and there's such a steep learning curve and so much to learn anyway with recording music especially if you're trying to record at home by yourself you know it can really feel like at times you fall into being dissatisfied with stuff and discourage them and it can really relate back to feeling like I don't have the means to do this I I don't have the equipment to do this and you know sometimes we might not have ideal equipment sometimes it might not be possible to make our insane one and a half hour long perfectly produced rock opera from our bedroom I mean if you want to dream big like no reason you can't do these things with what's our fingertips now but it's it's can be hard to keep that hopeful feeling of yes I can do it yes even with this small amount of gear I can make a, a record I can make an EP I can start to put music out there or just record music for myself that I'm happy with um, that can be hard and I think what helps me in those times is uh, sure it's good to remind myself of of what I talked about in that episode before of you can record music and make music with all kinds of different budgets that helps but I think what really helps me is seeing when other people have done it in that case to stop me getting discouraged to see it's not just my own thoughts of you know inexpensive gear that can work but seeing and hearing the stories of people that have actually done this and recorded in not ideal situations in non-studio situations in you know and when I say non-studio I know that's the other thing that can be discouraging these days it's the double-edged sword of um obviously it's it's overwhelmingly positive that we have all this technology that makes it easy that we can record and it's and it's so much more accessible than it was 40 years ago or whatever you know we can actually record at home and get good quality recording at home and that's amazing and i'm not saying it isn't but sometimes when you don't have access to a lot of that equipment still because 
although it's incredibly inexpensive relative to basically you had to just build yourself a proper recording studio if you wanted to do that 30 or 40 years ago whilst it's so much more accessible relative and so much less expensive it is still expensive and when you want a budget um it could feel expensive and it could feel like you don't have access to this stuff and then that's the double-edged sword part of it can kind of hurt a little bit more you know 30 years ago if you didn't have a studio in your house neither did anyone (laughs) apart from people who just worked as a studio engineer or producer or whatever you know no one did um but now with everyone telling you this stuff's so easy to access this stuff's so cheap they're speaking relatively but when you hear that a lot and when you feel discouraged and dissatisfied because you're not able to get the music you want to recorded that can feel a bit like the world's telling you well all the means are there you're just fucking up is kind of how it can feel and no one means it like that no one's actually saying that to you but when you're in the, the discouraged state everyone's saying this is so easy to access all the technologies there anyone can do it from home it can feel discouraging especially when some of the people who say this say oh we made our album in our bedroom and you can see the bedroom if this is like a youtube video you can see what they're talking about they go i just made this at home and you go yeah but you have a studio in your home <laughs> like it's not disingenuous but it when again when that person isn't being disingenuous they're not doing anything negative in in and of themselves but when you're already in a negative mindset when you're already feeling discouraged and you see all these people going you could you know you should be able to do this basically it's it's how it feels like they're talking even if they're not you know the technology is so easy these days there's so much on offer anyone can record anything at home nowadays um you know one i mean let's be honest 99.99% of bands and artists and stuff are still going into big studios so obviously there's still massive advantages to that Um, but also you know that thing behind you that I can see on this video where you're saying you can just record anything at home I can see behind you 10k of gear you know what I mean I can see behind you those nice you've got two different nice sets of studio monitors there you've got acoustic treatment in your room that I can see you know, you've got four or five tube amps there. You've got, uh, you know, what software you're running. Okay, how much does that cost? Okay, what in and out? So you got, oh, you got all this nice universal audio stuff. And I can see your plugins as well. You know, oh, you got an Oxbox. That's what, 1300 or something, you know. Okay, yeah, you did just do that in your home. And that's incredible compared to 30 years ago. But compared to me with literally just a laptop, you sitting there saying you could do this with just a laptop and pointing at your EP could feel a bit odd because it wasn't just a laptop was it i mean you have a hell of a lot of equipment (laughs) sitting in that room with you um and and a lot of us just don't have that and so i thought i wanted to retouch on this subject i'm just going to occasionally throw in an episode where i talk about this um you know stuff has always fascinated me i I like lo-fi production i like different production methods i like all these stories for, for these reasons and more that i'm talking about today you know, because it's encouraging, but also for a bunch of other reasons, I like these albums that have these stories where they are recorded in imperfect ways, where they're like demos that just sound amazing um, and have their own energy to them. And it's, there's a lot of actually demos from bands that I love listening to. Some bands who their favorite stuff for me is their first album or their demo, and they recorded that in completely non-ideal circumstances. You know, when they say recorded it in their bedroom, they do not have practically almost a studio in their bedroom it really is a, a stripped back thing um and you know some of these are not necessarily my favorite record that i want to talk about um but they still are something that's 
a really awesome piece of music that might well be your one of your favorite records upon hearing it or, or something that inspires you in the music in itself and also the story behind it is this was made on a super tight budget by people or by people that didn't really know what they're doing or in very imperfect circumstances in which to make a record and those get me inspired and make me feel like yes you just have to do it because behind all these records are people musicians with an attitude of just you just got to do it they did not let what was available to them or you know anything like that get in the way they did not have the material and they go well let's wait and save up a bit till we got studio time they felt they could make something and some of these are really experienced musicians rather than people just starting out but they felt like they could make something just with what they had in the room and they did it and there are these actual results you can look at and and and, and reflect back on yourself and go yeah you know what i can make music with whatever i've got it might not be i'm not saying it's going to be the same as recording in a studio or whatever but that's not what we're saying here we're saying can you make music that you can still treasure and get a hell of a lot out of and other people might really enjoy and want to listen to and that gets you started and gets what you're doing out there can you do that with very little without all this equipment and stuff without upgrading all this gear yeah you can and i just think it's even though it's an obvious point i think it's really worthwhile to just keep reinforcing it and it helps me so i wondered if it help other people um another thing i'm going to throw out as well just in there on the kind of tempering the idea of you always need new gear i am going to also something i've noted down to talk about a few times and again i'll throw it in now and again with episodes pointing out people who use gear in really weird and interesting ways and especially those who i know uh you know they talk about in interviews or whatever the story behind them having a weird gear setup is they go well that's just what i had or that's just what i could afford um stuff like that uh i love that stuff again it's just it's an obvious point we all know it we all know if we want to sound better and be better it's about practicing more not buying more but um i think it really helps rather than a negative reinforcement on this to be like oh well you're just not playing well that's not really it It, that doesn't help it's about just the positive reinforcement of seeing these really good examples of people just making great music with what they had or using gear in weird ways because they go yeah well they have this open-mindedness to go well why can't i use this gear in this way this is what i have this is what i can afford whatever so i'm just going to use it and i'm going to put my mind positively to getting the best out of it the most out of it that i can to getting what i want out of it let's do it and they do it and they do it because they go into it and they don't feel kind of overburdened or buried by all these ideas about you can't you can't record an album like that you can't use an acoustic guitar for that um you can't uh use a guitar with active pickups for that you can't do that unless you have this piece of gear you're not going to be able to get it to sound like this unless you have that all of those thoughts they didn't bother these these artists in in these records and on these songs and stuff that i'm going to talk about um and i'm not going to do all these episodes in a row i'm just going to put them throughout different episodes and just going to return to this now and again because it's going to point out cool gear stuff it's going to point out really interesting artists and point out interesting music which is you know if you listen to this podcast i want to do every single episode um but it really i think helps us all feel positive it's not about chastising you for buying gear you want to buy a cool pedal but buy a freaking cool pedal man you earned that money spend it on a cool pedal but um it's it's not about getting rid of that because it's a positive thing if you go oh that pedal's cool i want to buy it that's positive it's not about that it's about fighting against not that but fighting against the the negative thing pushing back on that negative thing when you feel discouraged you feel like you can't do something or you're not really able to get at something because of gear um you know of course you know if you have the ability to buy a piece of gear and it it helps 
that's cool too but it's about working against that idea if you just can't do something you can't do something you haven't got the gear you haven't got the the tech and the know-how and all this stuff i'm going to throw out these examples of of people artists doing cool stuff inopportune ways inopportune moments and the results are really cool and often you'll find quite different and uh if you're interested in getting a unique sound and building your own sound um a lot of these are very unique interesting pieces that end up being made so that's cool so the one i want to point out today um featuring two big guitarists big super famous well-known artists have done a ton of stuff have collaborated together quite a lot they did a collaboration together that was very interesting was recorded in an interesting way and it's a really beautiful quite odd pretty quite strange but it's a really beautiful little record that um is really well worth listening to so this is a collaboration between omar rodriguez lopez who you might know from the mars volta or at the drive-in um insanely prolific like i don't know if there's many more prolific artists out there i don't know what's he got like 30 solo albums and then all at the drive-in and then all of mars volta and he guests on other projects all the time made a feature-length film made other stuff insane can't can't even go through all the stuff he's done um if you want to start getting into his playing you're gonna if you enjoy what you what you hear uh what i'm talking about today yeah there's a there's a hell of a lot of that to check out and it's him teaming up with john frusciante of course the guitarist of the red hot chili peppers now again the guitarist of the red hot chili peppers right um which is cool uh obviously also prolific does a ton of his own solo work you know doing his stuff as um you know which also in the later years has uh versed it to like electronic and hip-hop electronic music and hip-hop production as well under his own name under other names working with hip-hop artists working on solo albums blending guitar with analog synth stuff is something that he's done in more experimental music um yeah both really cool really interesting out there artists obviously when they come together like they have done a few times that you know omar rodriguez lopez has been on a few of John Frusciante's solo albums and John Frusciante's been on some Mars Volta albums I believe um as well as Omar Rodriguez Lopez solo stuff and things like that obviously worked together quite a few times very cool to see those two interesting unique minds coming together anyway and they actually have an album together which I it's just called Omar Rodriguez Lopez and John Frusciante um that's what it's called uh and this is an album I discovered years ago and just absolutely love it it's such a weird unique little piece it has such a strange little insular feeling to it and it's really really enjoyable um i think they recorded these back in like 2005 2003 actually i think it is yeah i think this they recorded this back in 2003 and they intermittently dropped a couple of the tracks from it uh like as one-off singles in like 2005 2006 and stuff and then they released the whole album um a bit later on um maybe like 2010 around then uh and i came across it maybe even around there maybe when it came out i'm not sure but yeah really intrigued me it's got the the hallmarks of their guitar work on their really interesting use of effects and it's got this really beautiful slightly ambient feel to it throughout which is really nice and a a nice lo-fi in the room intimate feel to it as well and this album was actually recorded by the two of them just uh in the bedroom of omar rodriguez lopez and this was not yeah it's in his bedroom but he's got a whole studio in there um this was recorded onto a single one inch tape machine um obviously if we're talking about budget 
me going recording by tape is not it's not a budget option you know like here's the budget option let's book the room at abbey road and go record on tape like this <laughs> recording to tape isn't necessarily budget in itself but little machine in the room they recorded this stuff you know i'm sure they had other equipment in there with them um but when you hear it this is stripped back stuff uh this is just the two of them very much just in this room kind of improv a bunch of stuff together come up with it write it and then they just record it in this room on this little machine very little kind of spur of the moment thing and intimate thing and very much just capturing two cool musicians coming together and their minds coming together and making something cool uh the lo-fi feel of the production therefore suits it it makes sense it's not just a a thing you have to deal with or put up with because of the constraints of the time it makes sense and that's a cool thing as well to write within your constraints sometimes you know to, to be ambitious to uh yeah, you know, to be ambitious and to go, yeah, why can't I make exactly the album I want at home? You should make the album that you want at home. Um, but it's also about, you know, um, writing to, working with constraints because constraints are actually really good for creativity. And this feels like, the you know, these were, the, the, these two guys were writing to the, you know, quote-unquote restraints. It's good to also not see them as constraints. It's cool to just, like, look at them as this is i'm going to just work within what i got and see what comes out of it and it's a really cool album that i listen to a lot and i really don't just listen to this album because of this purpose because of this sense of it making me feel good but it is something i feel good to fight that discouragement and to make me feel like you know what i can make music in my room i can make music that i love the music that i want to make as i want to make it in my room i can find a way to do that with minimal gear and this is all this kind of stuff i talked about in this previous episode of this podcast i can do that um this album does make me feel good in that way does help me in that way but also and this kind of gives the album even more power in that sense also i just really like this album i just think it's really an interesting cool album an interesting look to a different side of these two players hearing their guitar work which i love individually come together has always been pleasurable and to get a full album of it in this very intimate kind of way really cool so obviously that's the music suggestion for today i'm going to leave a couple of links to it um seems to be hard to get i remember because i have i have the actual physical cd um and then obviously i've got the files off it but i remember this used to be these used, used to have like a bandcamp page or something um and i've struggled to find that now i don't know whether that's just been removed or whether i'm misremembering but i was pretty sure it did um i thought that was even where i'd ordered the the cd from way back in the day i'm struggling to find that now so i'm going to put a few links because they're going to be youtube links and you know those can disappear if i guess they get flagged and stuff like that so i'll put a couple of links it's um i'll put a link to the whole album and i'll put one or two links to to songs just so you can find this album in some way um because it's so great and it's so worth listening to but yeah just you know check this out remember these are two musicians who you know chose to use these constrained circumstances and but it just shows that regardless of who's making it in a way you know two people come together small amount of equipment imperfect situation not in a recording studio not with some big fancy setup and just focusing on positivity we can make it let's make an album let's do it and focusing on that and obviously they have a lot of confidence in themselves as two very uh established artists but 
really, you know, you can take that same attitude and go, I'm going to make the music that I want to make with what I got. I can do it. I can start making music today. And that's a, a great thing. And I hope you just enjoy the album as well. So go and check that out. Links in the description of the podcast. Hopefully you get inspired to play a bunch of guitar, maybe record guitar, do whatever you want to do with guitar. Look after yourselves. Look after one another. I will catch you again tomorrow.